Welcome to the podcast, Dreamy Cappuccino, where stories, musings, and memoirs fill your cup with inspiration. Get your headphones on, find your favorite chair, and close your eyes. It's time to hit the reset button, and for this hot, foamy cloud of caffeine to take you away on a journey into your imagination. It's time to wake up and go to dreamland. When the K disappeared, there was a somebody, or a nobody, who had an old typewriter, which he had been chasing for decades, because he didn't like the computer, but he loved the art of typing. He loved to hit the keys with all his mighty power and to watch the letters dash on the paper. He loved the sound when the letters hit the paper and the smell of the ink ribbon. He only could type with two fingers, his forefingers, but that was enough since in his forefingers he had the most strength. The old typewriter he finally had purchased at an auction had found a place of honor on his majestic wooden desk. He bought cleaning agents and carefully cleaned it. He gave the typewriter a name, Emilia, which was his ex-wife's name. Of course, his ex-wife didn't know about this. Emilia had a special place on the desk. Every day she got fresh flowers, which he placed in an exact right angle to her within the distance of three inches. Every Sunday, he would give Amelia a special treatment and clean her immaculately. It was quite a ritual. Every day at 9 a.m. exact and 9 p.m. exact, Mr. Nobody or somebody would sit down and type. The four fingers dashed down on the keys The letters danced across the paper and Amelia, who wasn't the youngest anymore, groaned but never failed him like his ex-wife did. One might ask what Mr. Nobody or somebody wrote. But in the end of the day, he didn't really write anything. He didn't write important letters or documents or essays or other profound texts. No, he let the letters dance in random order across the paper and most of the time the whole thing didn't make any sense whatsoever when he read through it afterwards. Sometimes there were one or two words which made sense. Other than that, it appeared like a weird secret language or so. Every day he read out loud to himself what he had been writing. Shum Pollock, Tterosto, Kimbutukiti, Gehu Tekung, Nembulo, and Shellem Bass. In his ears, it all sounded very important and it met a secret satisfaction within him, as if he had invented a new language which only he could understand, but which at the same time was immensely important to the rest of the world. And so the days passed by 
with Mr. Nobody or somebody typing on Amelia, the old typewriter. But one day, the unthinkable happened. Mr. Nobody or somebody just had replaced the flowers next to Amelia with fresh ones and had sat down full of anticipation in front of her. The ink ribbon had been replaced carefully and he was ready to type. His feisty fingers dashed down on the keys and Amelia groaned. Everything as usual. Until, all of a sudden, the letters left the keys and whirled like crazy through the air, producing the most unusual sounds at the same time. Poo! Hop! Fuff! They flew around his nose, through the room, and poor Mr. Nobody, or somebody, didn't quite know what was happening to him. All of a sudden, everything was over, and the letters were back to their original places as if nothing had happened. The whole thing was so absurd that Mr. Nobody, or somebody, seriously doubted his mind, and he thought he might have lost his marbles for a minute or two. He decided to forget about the whole thing and to just keep on typing. The four fingers dashed through the air and all of a sudden stopped mid-air without moving any further. The K had disappeared, simply gone. He stared into a big, ugly space where the lovely K had been before. Shocked, He screamed, the K has gone, the K has gone, how, how can it be? And just now, the other letters realized that the K wasn't amongst them anymore. In their dismay, they started to hop up and down on the keys, ranting. The K has disappeared, what has happened to the K? Mr. Nobody or somebody, of course, couldn't hear the ranting but he could hear the different vibrational sounds the letters were making. Letters have all their very unique own sound when they are talking amongst each other and usually they only do this when no one else is with them in the room because they don't want to be found out that they actually can talk. But the letters were so excited that they forgot that Mr. Nobody or somebody was with them in the room. It was a disaster. How could the K just disappear? How could they do their work if there wasn't a K anymore? A language without a K? Impossible. This simply didn't exist. If there is no anymore on the E's, who kidnapped the The letters danced up and down on the keys. Mr. Nobody or somebody stared appalled in the empty space where the K had been before. And the K? Where was the K? The K was in China. It cheered and was over the moon because in China nobody knew a K. They had completely different signs but no letters. The K never had liked it when the fingers came dashing down to push it into the paper full force, whether it wanted to or not. 
Even though the K didn't have choice, it thought, that's no life. Always just being pushed full force onto the paper with no voice. No, that wasn't a life. All the other letters insisted that life was the way it was and that the letters had to fulfill their duty because letters were very important. The queen couldn't just resign from the throne and the letters couldn't resign either. Luckily, the K had overheard a chat his colleagues were having some time ago concerning his grand, grand uncle K, who apparently had disappeared one day. In a loud voice, he had exclaimed, China, China with a K instead of a CH, and he was gone. The trick had been that Ks didn't exist in China, but by exclaiming China with a K, he had wished himself there. No one knew whether this actually was a true story or not. But the K hadn't forgotten about it and had been just waiting for an opportunity to try it out himself. Such an opportunity was, for example, when the letters have a hiccup and whirl through the air being free from the keys for a minute or two. But this only happens every decade and the K knew if such an opportunity presented itself, it had to act quickly. And that's what it did. And within a blink of an eye, it was in China. It laughed all the colors and walked joyously through the streets, being happy that no one knew who or what it was. That no one could tell the K what it should be doing. You can't do that. You have to conform like all the others. Such things it now didn't have to listen to anymore. On the contrary, everybody approached it with a welcoming curiosity. Who are you? We've never seen someone like you before. And the K proudly told them that it was a K and it made friends with many things, people and animals in China. It loved to have the freedom to do what it wanted to do and when it wanted to do it without any fingers dashing down on it. Mr. Nobody or somebody had stopped typing. It didn't make sense without a K, and also the other letters hadn't ever quite settled down since the incident. Not that they whirled through the room like they did when they had the hiccup, but they incessantly hopped a few millimeters up in the air and back down on the keys like an overly excited bunch of chickens. Mr. Nobody or somebody had pondered whether to buy a computer after all or just to give up the typing altogether. Amelia didn't get flowers anymore. She didn't get cleaned anymore. And Mr. Nobody or somebody got more and more depressed. Until one day, he all of a sudden had a genius idea which changed everything. He opened the K Museum and exhibited Emilia in it. And when the visitors approached her quietly from behind, they could hear the letters sing. <sighs> Ooh. Mr. Nobody or somebody had collected stories about the K. Stories he had made up. 
he actually had written himself. One of them had been about the K wishing itself to China. Little did he know that this story was actually true. But in the end, it didn't matter. The museum was a great hit. And Mr. Nobody, oh somebody, had changed his name to Mr. K. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dreamy Cappuccino. The story you just heard can be found in Anya Kirsten's ebook, Inappropriate Colors 12 Story Delights for the Wacky Mind. All stories are written and narrated by Anya Kirsten, with music composed by Chelsea Edwardson. To learn more about their work and creative opportunities, check out the info on the podcast channel and be sure to subscribe. Lastly, don't hesitate if you have a moment to drop a line and share your experience. See you soon when it's time for another dreamy cappuccino.